We're back. Oh, hey, y'all. <laughs> I was ready this time. You were. <laughs> Welcome to Plenty Opinions, where we like to get together um, every once in a while and explore all the different points of view, view on what it's like to be all the things at once. Wife, mother, friend, daughter, employee, boss, all the things, all the titles. I'm all Janae. of them, all of them, all of them. <laughs> I'm Janae. I'm Zuri. And this is episode 18. Yes. Is there a right way to get over heartbreak? Let's find out. Okay, so my undefeated internet today is from at Counseling for All Seasons, who said, don't lower the bar for anyone. No half-ass lovers, no half-ass energy, no half-ass anything. I like it. I have two because I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to do. (laughs) Okay. And um, they're kind of the same thing. Um, The first one was posted by Messing in the Bottle. And it says, one woman's trash is another woman's trash. He ain't changed this. Okay. (laughs) And then the second one was, who was it posted? Oh, Relby Noen posted this. Oh, hey, Rel. Um, It says, he don't care, sis. Don't even post the quote. Just go to sleep. <laughs> I saw that one. Yo, I saw that one in the night and I was like, so many people need to see, see this. this. Don't even post. He not going to see it. He don't care. Just go to sleep, sis. Do you have the friends who like post meme after meme? Like you can tell what's going on in, in their relationship or like in their stories? Yes. And I'd be like, sis, don't nobody care. All you do is send it subs. And I'd be like, and you ain't low. Like, you think you're being, like, mad quiet, like, sending mad memes and stuff. Like, sis, we all know. We all know what's going on now. Right. I have so many people do that. It makes me want to unfollow, honestly. Don't post it, sis. Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Just Just go go to sleep. sleep. He ain't going to see. He don't care. Okay. So the inspo for this week is I want to talk about all the chicks who missed the hot girl summer and how they're trying to catch up before cold weather sets in. Example, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, who's on a tonsil knocking tour right now, like she ended her marriage with this guy that she's been dating for 10 years off and on. She immediately followed that up with a chick. Oh, flying all over to different exotic destinations with this girl, um, shaking up the world together. She ended that relationship in no, how long has it been fall? It's not even a month. She ended that relationship. And now she's like getting caught making out with her longtime friend in the taco shop. Doing mad things with him. Kind of guy or girl? She back to guys? A guy, guy. Oh, okay. She back to guys. Okay. We went to guys. Girl, girl back. We back. Now we back. We back. They making out. They singing in the hospital bed. They're getting tattoos together. It's like a full on thing. It's even like she posted an Instagram post this week and people were like, is he moving in with her? Why he was in the hospital? Just circle back. Yo, because her tonsils, because she's been doing all this kissing. She got mono. She like kissed her tonsils <laughs> She out. got mono. She got mono. She's been doing all this kissing. <laughs> got different it. lips. Kissed her whole tonsils out. And people are wondering, like, can she be tamed, right? And on the same day, we have Kylie Jenner, who broke up with Travis and has been on her own whirlwind tour, but hers is different. It's like, how much of the self-made billion can I spend? And how quickly? Uh, she just got into a whole thing on the internet because she bought a $3 million or $3 billion, I don't know how much Bugattis cost, but she just bought a Bugatti and people were like, ooh, the gross, the gross spending of money when people are suffering is too much for me. Um, but now there's all these rumors that like they're back together. They just broke up like two weeks ago. They're back together. Uh, there was an infidelity story. Like it's just so a much. Lot, the girls who miss Hot Girl Summer are just like, let me cut him and let me do the most. Right. And it made me think like those are two different ways of dealing with actual heartbreak, like serious relationships. Like Miley was with Liam for 10 years That's off and long on. Time. Like they were, they went from like not being together, but obviously very publicly missing each other to getting married really quickly and in quiet. And now that's broken off with no 
at least publicly, no reason why it's broken off. And she's obviously dealing with that by kissing as many men as she can or sleeping and women for that matter. Let me not exclude the women. And Kylie's different dealing with heartbreak in a completely different way. Like just opening her wallet and buying her way through it. Spending bags. And I deal with breakup in a totally different way, but we'll talk about that. I just want to know, like, is there a right way? Like what's the healthy way to get over extreme heartbreak? How do you come back from that and be a whole human again? So that is the question today. What's the right way to get over heartbreak? We got two guests, like we always do. Yeah, welcome guests. Hey, hey. guys. We got Dana and Joey. Hey, all Hi. Every time we have <laughs> guests, we, sorry, Zuri look at me like, you're going to introduce them or am I going to introduce them? We should oh, talk about it. Right, hello. Let's get it together. We can discuss who's going to do it. Sorry, sorry. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm down. We can do it. What's up? What's up? So every together, time y'all. we introduce guests, we do it the same way. We ask you a few questions like, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do for a living? Are you single, married, otherwise? And then we'll wrap up with your cheat codes. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay, Joey, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do for a living? Single, married, otherwise? Definitely single. Okay, ready to mingle because I'm starting a dating service. Ready to mingle. Honey. Okay, great. great. I'll, add, I'll add him to the roster. <laughs> right. Um, I'm 32 years old. I live in Hell's Kitchen from New York originally. I grew up on Long Island. Oh, what part? Uh, Wanta, like by Jones Beach yeah. area. There's people here who are moving to Long Island soon, so that's why she's asking that. Well, no, I went to school in Long Island. So I'm always Sorry, oh, it's not about you, sis. Where'd you go? <laughs> Toro, Long Island. Oh, yeah. Central cool. Islip. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And what do you do for a living? I work in finance and compliance uh, with our other co-podcaster yes. <laughs> today. And what's your cheat code? So I have two. Okay, give them two. And one of them would be really relevant for today's discussion, and it would be always put on your face. So for me, that means like every day, like you have to put your face on. So like regardless of what's going on in life, like amazing day, horrible day, like you have to put that same face on, that good face, because you have no idea what's going to happen. I'm about to write that on my wrist for when I'm at these people's work. To be like, put on your face. Your face, right. Always put on your face. And my second one would be um, that you should never set yourself on fire to keep other people around you warm. Oh, I like that. Joey coming through with the gems It's going to be a cold winter for you bitches out there. Hello. Okay. (laughs) All right. Second guest. Name? Dana. Where are you from? Long Island, but I live in Brooklyn now. What do you do for a living? I work in financial services with Joey. And single married otherwise? Otherwise. Otherwise. Oh, okay. We'll unpack that. And <laughs> what's your cheat code? I have two as well. Yes, guys. So, I appreciate the effort. We try, we try, we try. <laughs> so the first one is to do something that makes you happy every single day, like five minutes. Sing in a shower, do a little dance, whatever it is. That's for your mental health. You got to do that. Definitely. So for it, here for it. For sure. And then the second one is um, like a family cheat code. It's people who bring news carry it too. That's that Caribbean wisdom. (laughs) But but, but, Jamaicans, y'all know about that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) People who bring news also carry it. Put that in your pocket. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. So let's talk about it. There's a million different ways to get over heartbreak. I'm interested in all the plenty opinions at the table of what the right way to get over heartbreak is. Anyone can start. 
Let's go. Ooh, silence so. at the table. All right. So right way. Yeah. I think um, it depends on where you are in life. Because when I was younger, I had a different kind of right way. Okay. You have to go into further depth. So <laughs> correct, right? Because we gotta we gotta talk about this. Yes. So I would say I was a combination of both Miley Cyrus and Kylie Jenner, except my pockets weren't as deep. So <laughs> spending for me, like spending and splurging was like buying my own drinks at the club. Like I thought I was somebody. And also I was just like doing a lot of things, like partying a lot, just like finding new hobbies, trying to like discover myself and my limits and whatever the case may be. And I'm happy that I did that in my 20s because it allowed me to like learn what my limits are and discover like new things that I like that help me grow. Right. Which I wouldn't do the same now in my 30s. I'm more risk adverse. Right. Because you're getting old. Exactly. I ain't got Megan's knees, y'all. I can't do it. Yeah, I feel you on that. I think that like in my 20s, my philosophy for getting over heartbreak was number one, first and foremost, change your zip code. Oh, Janae. I feel like you are very like one of the rare few, one of the few that was changing zip codes to get over heartbreak. Yeah, so you would actually I did that. But number two, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Oh, you know what? You told me that. <laughs> I did tell you that. You I was a bad role model. Yo, I no, nobody doesn't hear that. Come on, are you kidding? I did. I did. Yes. See, you not tell you no. I really believe it because I've been saying that for a long time. For years, those used to be my philosophies to get over heartbreak. But now that like my pockets are longer, I feel you, Dana. Like I probably would go for a spending spree. I, uh, Joey, what you say? So I think I'm gonna have to disagree. I don't think there's any right way to get over. Be the voice of. I don't think there's any right way to get over heartbreak. Like for sure, there's not like the right way and the wrong way. There's just like all different ways. Everybody's gonna do it their own way at wherever they are in life. Totally, but for me, I'm definitely a spender. So I would probably. I mean, I have gone out and <laughs> never been heartbroken before. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> and spent yourself into oblivion? Definitely. 100%. I don't think there's not a wrong one. But I've done it all. I've drunk myself into oblivion. I've partied myself into oblivion. I've stayed in to oblivion. Like, I've done it all. So, like, I've done it all different ways, all different times, depending on where you are. What is, I think where it, I was and how much it I think it definitely me. is a wrong way, though. What, what's the what's so if the there's no way? right way, how is there a wrong way? What is the wrong there's way? It's definitely a wrong way. Like you shouldn't go into like a depressive stupor, start taking mad drugs, bottle yourself up. Um, I don't know, like isolate yourself from everybody else. You shouldn't go into like a manic, like chasing down this person type. Like I gotta get them back into like a some kind of crazy like obsessive like so I think there's definitely a wrong, wrong way, way and right. in the existence of a wrong way there should be a right way yeah don't See catch a saying? charge huh don't, don't catch, catch a charge, charge. Don't don't no criminal right. antisocial behavior and if we say that's the wrong way I think we're all agreeing all head nodding that's the wrong way yes I don't know Zara you to say yes not a good way but I'm not judging you, boo. If that's your way, that's your way. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's probably not the most healthy way to get over heartbreak. So that means there must be a better way. I didn't give the topic much thought, right? Like I didn't, you know, sometimes when we have these episodes and topics, I think about it ahead of time. But this one, I didn't really give much thought. I don't think, I don't, me, I don't think the spending thing is my way. I'm just, as you guys were saying, I was like, damn, I'm not spending my money. Look at all this man. Hell no. 
And maybe I'm thinking of it as like you guys are going on a shopping spree and buying mad clothes. But maybe I would like book a trip and go somewhere. Yeah, that's changing your zip code. No, sis, I'm coming back. <laughs> like, I'm not, I, a trip, I didn't say permanently. No, no, I'm not not changing my zip code. Like when you said that, made me think like relocate. Like I migrate to another place. Yeah, I didn't mean that. We I'm all know I've on, done that. Too. I'm going on maybe you know Stella got her groove back type trip maybe, and I'm coming back. Um, definitely. I don't know if I would say I would get under someone. I probably would. I just probably would have said it. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go move on to the next. Yeah. What else am I going to do? I'm sure there are going to be some tears Well, there. think of your like first worst heartbreak. How did you deal with that? Um, I moved on. In what way? Found another man. Right. You got I was, I, was like, I was like a bad, I got myself to be a bad bitch. Yeah. And then I like moved on. Yeah. You got under something else. So basically I'm not wrong. No, you're, you're not. Saying. You're right. I, I, I don't disagree with any of these things that's been said so far. So when. But I guess like, what does that mean? Like you got yourself to be a bad bitch. Like what'd you do to do that? I think in my, in my experience, you have to, I have to pick myself back up. Like, all right, assess like, why did this end? If I didn't want it to end, I kind of broke up with him, but okay. I didn't want this to end. But it wasn't the best situation, so you moved on. All right, so now you know you got to level up because you know you can't be you can't be caught in the streets looking like a bum. You can't be looking like you can't be looking like you going through heartbreak. You gotta always look, put on your actually, face. Actually, always put you on always your gotta face. put on your face. But you <laughs> gotta look even better during right. that time. Exactly. So you gotta come be your even best self. Um, you know, you gotta hit the gym. You get some new curves. Some, some tightness where you didn't have it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to level up. You know, whether you're coming through in a new car, if I wouldn't have bought a new car, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you got to new, new clothes. New clothes, right? New clothes. You got a better bus pass at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, are you like- you on the Metro North, you're not on the MTA. So are you going as deep as to find a reason to show off this new look in front of this other person or are you just doing it for yourself? I think for me, definitely for sure in heartbreak, if you know you're going to be around your ex, you got to come all the way correct. All the way. All the way correct. Mm-hmm. Like, even the, if you're in the supermarket, you're not made of it looking at best, you're going with a, a sloppy bun, but you know he's going to be at the supermarket ringing up the groceries. You got your edges laid. Like, this might take a committee to get you together. Right. It's a we ballerina have to bun now. Yeah. It's not a sloppy And you're bun. representative of all your friends. You can't Everyone bring us all down right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. I always say that. Yeah. Everyone needs a team. We're a team. That's a fact. You like, my friends have definitely gotten me through some breakups. And, like, shout out to all of them because... <sighs> I put y'all through a lot and I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to second that. Been, Joey's like, she puts me through it. I've been Monday like... Monday to Friday. <laughs> not, well, that's for sure on a totally different level. But <laughs> no, I have to say, I put my friends through hell. What are lessons out. that you've learned? Appreciate you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you guys. What's lessons that you've learned in the past in dealing with heartbreak that you would like tell your earlier self, maybe you don't want to do that? Like, I definitely can act out when I feel like I've been, like, like an injured puppy. Like, an injured animal. I can act out in those moments. I don't know. So, I mean, are there like, any things that yeah. you've done in the past that you would advise your younger self? Like, maybe that's not the right way. I would say, like, you know, when you, like, go somewhere and you have, like, a day or an experience and it's just, like, it reminds you of, like, who you are and, like, what you, like, feel good about and are, like, appreciate in life when you like leave that day, you're kind of just like, why did I spend any other day like feeling any different? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like for me, I would say going through heartbreak, like what I would tell myself is like, don't sit like in the downtime of it. Don't wallow in it. And just like stop wallowing in it. Like it is what it is. It happened. There were like good parts of it, bad parts of it, but like celebrate the new day kind of and like remind yourself like why like life is and your life is special. Um, Yeah. You got to have like that 
moment. That's with anything of. that brings you down, I think. I'm all, totally. As you were talking, I was thinking, like, why is it that we sit in it so long, right? Like, on the other side of it, because we've all had a heartbroken more than once, and we, we get up and we keep it moving, but why in it do we not get up and move as quickly, right? Like, why do we wallow in it? Because you have to you sit know, and analyze how it happened. But I think that's, like, really interesting because some people don't wallow in it at all. Like, I actually have, like, a best friend that has just gone through a major breakup, like, pretty life-changing in terms of like moving and just like a long relationship, whatever. Zip code. Yeah. Like, well, had to, because they live <laughs> together. So, right. And it's interesting to see how like different people deal with it, but like some people don't wallow and some people do wallow a lot. And I don't think either is right or wrong. Like we said before, like everyone's individual and like is going to have their own experience and like they should live out that experience. Like what feels what natural to them. them. Yeah. Totally. But I think it's interesting though. Like some people do that and some people don't. And it doesn't mean that one's healthier than the other because it might look like the person not wallowing is like healthier, handling it better, but they could be like at home excessive yeah. partying and like doing True. drugs and whatever just to like escape what they're feeling. Right. Whereas the wallower may be like taking in those emotions and like maybe it's like not great for that time being, but at least they're processing the emotions and then they can like really move on in a full way afterwards. Mm-hmm. No, I think that that's a good point. And like for me, I think I would tell my younger self, like, don't try to be cool. Because I think I tried to, like, yeah. minimize the relationship mm-hmm. and, like, act like like this didn't and affect the me. Behind the scenes. Yeah. And then try- <laughs> oh, yeah, right. we, we <laughs> high-fiving each other over here. Facts. But then trying That's to be cold like. cold bitches do. You know what? <laughs> but we be, we be I though. But we be, we be hurting in the inside, but we just be this like. true. We don't care. We are cold. Stone face. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, like. I went through a breakup where I tried to be like a little too cool. Like, oh, this is fine. Like, it doesn't really affect me. And like, I can still be like friends with this person or like be like, even if we're not like friends, like talking every day, but even friends on like social media. And like, that was not good for me. Like, I really needed to remove myself fully from that situation so that I can like get my get my own shit together yep. instead of like tracking them on Instagram. Oh, he where? He doing what? Or right, just yeah, being yeah. like affected by every move they make. Like right. I joke around about changing zip code, but like I literally had to do that for my mental health because the person that I'm talking about, like we had all the same friends. We were in all the same circles. It was just too hard to like move away. And it was being protracted for so long, this breakup, that it was just too hard to like make myself separate from this person. Like it's very traumatizing when you like, trying to get over someone and you show up to hang out with your friends and that person's there. I yeah. can't even imagine. Right, like, I always right. think about and those people and, and I'm like, who how, does how, that? How? Like, and you're trying to be cool, girl. I won't at date the same time. Like and be like, this thing really is not affecting anyone. me at all. Oh, guys, we can all still be cool. Right. Our friend, this is not going to affect us as a friendship right. group. We're all cool. Nobody worry. I'm not hurt. He's not hurt. We're good. So, like, I joke about changing zip codes, but it was actually, like, for my own self-preservation, mental health, that I had to just remove myself from the situation. Right. Because otherwise, years later, at a good old ripe 30 years old, I'd probably still be going through it, right? Because we never had that moment to, like, have separate lives. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel you on that. And, like, trying to be cool about it, you should just, that's probably not the right way. No. like You need to feel your feelings. Totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. And not worry about how you look for feeling your feelings. And value your feelings. Like, y'all broke up. You don't need to be all in this person's face. It's okay to be like, no, I don't want to go to brunch with you. Right. And it's also okay to be like, I am devastated. You don't always have to be cool girl. Yeah. Like, don't worry, everybody. Everything's cool. I don't really give a fuck about this. You don't have to be like that. Like, you right. can actually feel your feelings, own your feelings. That's okay. But you also I don't that. necessarily have to be 
devastated. Like, I think some people, or I'm not even going to talk for some people. I'll say for me, like, I felt like I had to do all these things to show, like, I was stronger and I was cool and I was this. But, like, it's okay to just be like, I'm going to live my life over here and not have to be, like, completely in this person's face and doing all these things with them. Like, that doesn't mean, like, I'm crying in the corner every day. It's just, like, I'm building my own life. Like, this is what we agreed to. We're separate now. Yeah. I think, like, it takes me back to my life, like, cheat code from before. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, don't set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. warm. Like, yeah. be real to yourself and, like, tr- like feel your feelings. And don't, like, try to act cool or, like, just, like, feel what you're feeling and act that way. And, like, that's fine. And everybody around you that loves you and, like, really cares for you and respects you, like, they're going to be fine with that. And if they're not, then they're not, like, your real people anyways. It's so hard to learn that and, like, own Definitely. it. Definitely. I mean, it's, and, like, like live it. Right. Mm. Right. Like, I think like it takes almost like I think about like people who might be listening and who haven't had like the life experience to teach them that it takes like it takes a lot to be able to sit in that decision and like just feel your feelings and feel fine about it and not worry what other people think. Like it almost takes like life experience, I feel like, to make you feel comfortable in that and give you the confidence to do that. As we sit here and talk, I'm thinking myself, I was like, have I really had any like real heartbreak? You had to, Zui. I think that I've had heartbreak, but I, I'm also thinking like I've never, I don't want to say never, but like I didn't sit and like wallowing. Like I've had, I've, I think that I've helped friends through heartbreak where they've been like in bad places mm-hmm. um, and had to pull them for that and never saw myself like in that situation or that bad. I don't know. Maybe we'd have to like pull my friends to see if I've been in that situation. I've definitely had like bad breakups, but I don't think I've had like, I've, I've, I have had friends who go through serious depression, lock themselves in the room. Yeah. They don't want to go out. They can't pull themselves together. And I've just like never been in that space. I feel like all my relationships have and Like I'm, I could be friends with all my exes. Mm. I mean, You're I, lucky in that way. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I don't, I can't think of any ex. If, if there's an ex out there that shout me out. Like, <laughs> yeah, hit us up at plentyofpinionsandgmail.com. <laughs> yeah. I actually checked the email. She'll never know. <laughs> By the way, let me know. Don't. She's full yeah. of shit right now. <laughs> yeah, let me know for real. Like, we gonna still be cool. Or like, what's up? I, I mean, I think that's funny, though. It also brings you back to, like, something you said before about, like, oh, I actually broke up with him. I think that's, like, another side of heartbreak that people, like, discount a lot. Yeah. Is that, like, just because, like, you broke up with a person doesn't mean that you're yeah, also not really hurting as Oh, well. yeah. Right. And true. Because yeah. that, that instance that I was referring, like, that was, one, that was, like, the first love of my life. Right. And I'm... I felt bad about it, but it was also self-preservation at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. So I didn't really sit and wallow in it because it was kind of like, nah. And I it, made the decision. I, and so like, let me walk away. Right. That moment that I was talking about, I broke up with that person too. Right. And I still let it like linger for so long. But I mean, we sometimes had a life you have to. Story, like yeah. sometimes you really don't have a choice. You really don't have a choice. Um, I was thinking like when you guys were talking like, what is it about heartbreak? Like, why do you have to be so... I don't know, like, what is the loss that you feel from losing a relationship? Because obviously when you get to the point to breaking up, it's not like a great relationship, right? Like, it's not additive to your life, as Zuri and I like to say. So why is it such a thing? I don't know. I mean, I think it depends. Is it like the lo- it's ego, you think? Or you think it's like the loss of pr- what you had projected on what this that is going to be? It's that like part. the disappointment in the future you had projected on it. Or it's, do you think it's, it's ego? It's both for me, for sure. Yeah. Okay, ego well, how? Ego how? Because, like... I don't want, I mean, you shouldn't look at your, at your relationships as failures, but like at the time, at the feel time like it, yeah. I feel like it was a failure. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, I've been like toting this person around town. Like we have all these plans. 
First of all, I mean, they're not a puppy, but whatever. Toting them around town like a doll, baby. No, it's true. You know, like, you showed off that man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Meet my partner, my boyfriend. Right. And now it's like. My boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. Yeah. Right. Me and him do this. We do that. Oh, Uh we don't. Yeah, I get it. Right. We're goals. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Hashtag. There's lots of goals. It's lots of the hashtag. But then I have to, like, I mean, you don't owe anyone an explanation, like, for sure. Like, no, you don't owe anyone an explanation. If they're like, where did he go? Bitch, go find him. Like, I don't. (laughs) I like that. I like that. that. I don't go look for You're so good for me. Please find him and report back. Let me know. Send his location. Like, I don't know what to tell Drop a pin. But, if you're smart, but, you would be following their location without them knowing, and then you'll always have it. Wow. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually the wrong way to deal with that. Okay. As you guys high five. Thank okay. you for identifying that. We can high five and also identify that it's not positive behavior. Okay. I mean, everyone has Talk gone down the rabbit hole once or twice. <laughs> I mean, maybe not Zuri. You seem very I, level headed. Zuri vibrates at a higher level. There's no <laughs> way that it's I been also that good. In earlier you. episodes that I do investigate. So I do be on the social media checking and lurking. Okay, I do. <laughs> but anyway, it's about ego in that like it's a failure. I think that that's part of it. Like admitting that it's a failure and then kind of like I don't know. It doesn't make sense because my friends probably didn't like him to begin with. So like facing my friends is not a real thing. It's only a thing in my mind. Yeah. But it's like, is, do you think, <laughs> I like, think when it's the loss of. I was going to say, do you think it's the ego in that everything you do is always perfect? That's what you might think about yourself. And so you fail in that way and you're like, oh, I've disappointed myself in not making this work. Like, I'm just trying to get to like what we mean Ooh. about like ego. Oh. So one good point Go ahead. is when you say disappointing yourself, younger me. Yeah. Has dated people where I feel like I was making exceptions for them. And you're like, this and is then beneath me. <laughs> I'm above this. A tad. Like a tad. And then they act up and I'm like, bruh, if you don't know that I am the gift <laughs> and you acting up right My now. My presence is a present. Okay. Let like me that. come through this phone at you. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, growth, right? So yeah, we're not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're grown ups now. You should still think of yourself as a gift. though. Always. Right. But we're full of adults for now. Sure. <laughs> she thinks of herself as the Bugatti. Now we, we, are, we are Bugattis, okay? But you were saying it's like loss I think of... It's the, I think it's the loss of all the ideas, or the loss of all the... I'm a romantic. The loss of all the hopes, the dreams, the things that you had like planned or the, the vision that you saw for yourself with this person. I think when you break up with someone, all of that's gone, right? All the things that you thought of, you dreamt of. So in, I, in both cases, in her case, ego, in our case about like disappoint about um loss of the dream yeah. it's all about disappointment yes definitely. yeah i would like, yeah really disappointment i and, feel exactly what you're saying but i would say like i'm a romantic as well but like hardened by like more reality yeah. and i would say it's like the same it's like loss of like you have like you put like all these expectations on it and it's like a little bit about what dana was saying like you bring like this man all over town yeah. and like he meets your friends and your family You're and living in whatever the else. Home. Like exactly. And then all right. of a sudden it's like, yeah. So it's also just the loss of like, it depends like, you know, how like serious the relationship was or maybe sometimes how long it was, but sometimes it literally is like relearning your identity again. Like right. if you've been with somebody oh, for, for a really long, long time, time. Yes. you have to like go through that period after where like I dated somebody for like three years when I was in my twenties. And when we broke up, it was kind of like, I wasn't really like that sad about us breaking up because I didn't think it was the right person for me. Right. But I was really confused about like how to like 
live life. I was kind of like woke up in the morning and was like, what do I do today? Right. Like, and imagine like that feeling in your 20s. I also think about like single women in their 30s at this day and age. Like, so like you go through, you're in your twenties and you, I'm one of year, four, yeah. And like, she's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, me. yeah, because like, I, I always say this, like, I don't, I don't know if I would be able to, or how I would navigate being single at this, like in my thirties yeah. in this day and age. Like it's hard out here it's and, I, and I'm not even out there, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that comes with the heartbreak or that, that adds more, more to the ache. Yeah. And it's like about overcoming, overcoming that. Like now I'm of a certain age in this arena. I just lost this relationship, the hopes and goals of all of that. And now here I am having to start all over again. It's all rooted in disappointment. Like, I think that's the undercurrent and the theme of like what everybody at this table is saying that like heartbreak is actually like the manifestation of just total disappointment and how you put your all into this thing. And it just like flopped. That was a good soundbite. Thank you so that was really much. Good. I don't have to do that editing. Just so everybody knows, I did that practically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I think the question then becomes, how do you overcome the disappointment? The disappointment of it all. And what's the right way to overcome disappointment? And if you were asking me about disappointment in like work or like something that wasn't heartbreak related. It's totally different. It's totally different. So and different. like, why can't we apply how we deal with disappointment in work? To how we deal with disappointment and heartbreak. You can and like you shouldn't because it's totally you different. Shouldn't emo- or you should. No, you shouldn't because okay. it's so. I mean, I think like maybe some people do, and maybe that's why they're better at getting <laughs> over quotes. it. Yeah. But and air quotes for sure because I don't think it's better. But like maybe that's how they handle it in a quicker, more expedient way than others. Yeah. But I don't think that you should because, I mean, it's a human emotional experience to go through heartbreak. It's very different than like a very bad day at work or like getting like fired from a job or I've like experienced like heartbreak in like all different areas, like not just love, like ocu- like career wise, yeah, yeah. et cetera. And like the emotional heartbreak is far different from the others. But is that because we put more stakes in it? we do at work? Um, I think everybody like has their thing that is like most important to them at the end of the day and like they have their priorities so like some for you career, like some career might be your number one priority and like for me like romantic life may be my number one priority so like we're obviously gonna react on that level when something happens in either arena. I also think with our professional lives we we feel there's less control than what, than what we feel we have over our personal lives, right? Like the professional lives, we have the man to blame or there are other factors that Until come you in, become the man. Right. Hello, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that come into play to it. Like, oh, I can give my resume, but I may not get this job. Whereas with heartbreak and like relationship, it's me and this other person. And you think you know this mm-hmm. other person more intimately. Mm-hmm. So almost like an extension of yourself. So when these curveballs are thrown at you you may not even see them coming or you feel like you should have seen them coming or you feel you blindsided did, by yeah it. and you did it or you should have been able to like you know i think in our relationship we think that we may have more control than our professional life but are there lessons we can learn for how we disapp- deal with disappointment in those situations where we don't have as many like emotional stakes in it that we can apply to heartbreak i think we get to like what the right way is by like looking at these things that we don't we care a little bit less about I think I I get what you're saying. You you're trying to look for a formula like with your job. Right. So let's say like 
you had a job. It was terrible. It wasn't what you expected it to be. And then moving forward, you know, like I need to ask for this, this salary requirement. I need right. this amount of vacation right. times. I need all of these That's things going in. To, right? And so then moving forward, you would, should apply that to your relationships. It's like I went through this relationship. That I was, was like these this. are the things that I wasn't getting. And moving forward, I need to prioritize those things. So your algorithm is there. You and just, you like, you can. I'm going, at, I'm, right. going at like this. I'm going around the block and up the stairs and down instead of going directly at it. Yeah, and you I'm just can like, do that though can, until yeah. like you meet the guy who's, you think is feel the whatever with. And anyway. it's none of those things though. Or that too. Yeah, yeah. But like. Wait, what do you mean by none of those things? I like, need some you other can, things. No, definitely <laughs> do. But I'm right, saying, like, you can go into it and be like, okay, have. I just love this situation. So now I know I need a guy that, like, will act in, like, X, like X ABC, Y, and Z yeah. way. And, like, you may think that in relationships, you may criteria. think that you know what you want, but what you end up with is completely different than the list that you had. Whereas professionally, you know that you want this salary requirement because you want to be able to afford this lifestyle. And like and right. Yeah. And so you you know that you're not going to settle for anything less than X, Y, and Z. We're in relationships. We all had a list or we all have a list. And the shit that we had on the list, sometimes we get we get to our partner or our right. person and ain't shit on the list. Okay, hopefully there's a couple no, things no, no. on the list. Gotta, gotta, <laughs> I'm, okay, it's like, no, I'm getting depressed. Please no, help me. No, but the list no, can but you, may think, you may think, exactly, yeah, this is dynamic, but you may also think that you want these qualities or you want your person to have all of these things, and they may not have all of those things, right? They I mean, may, that's true. Yeah, no one's going to have all, all of the things. They may not have all of the things, right? And you, fuck it. There's some people that think they want to be married to a man and they end up married to a woman. So we may, you never know where you may land on the spectrum. But I think that in work, it's different because we know that you get you may professionally get to a point where you're like i'm not going to settle for anything less than this because i know that my experience affords me these things so when we're talking about jobs like there's a bunch of reasons why your job doesn't work out for you but you're also part of those reasons so like maybe you committed to a job description that you wasn't ready for and you wasn't able to foresee or accept like certain responsibilities and i think that's the same for relationships and so like when you're going into your next relationship you should have a foundation of what you expect from that person, but also know from yourself, like what you're able to give and what you're able to not accept. So okay. like, I need to work from home some days. Like it's just, <laughs> I need me time. So like, it, without kids. so like right, in, I get in work, I need me time. Like I need to work from home and I also need to sadly. What we like to say is day needs a day. Yes. Day, day <laughs> needs a day. Then. And in my relationships, like I need that too. Like I, like being around like my significant other and his friends and his family because I think it's important but I also need to know like when to scale back so that it's not bad for all of us like I'm not going into this like I don't really want to fucking be here and I have an attitude but hi like you know what I'm saying like and I think those lessons learned from your last relationships or job experiences help you move forward in a more knowledgeable way and like wholesome way but I think that's so smart because I think like what Dana's saying is you just have to know yourself. And yes. basically like we all are like, oh, we should be able to like go to every single thing that we're supposed to go to with our boyfriends or like be perfect at every single meeting that we're at. But that's like not reality. Like some people may be able to do that. I don't really think I've ever met anybody that can. But what she's saying is like sometimes you need to just be like, OK, like this is my limit. I'm going to take today off. Because I have to check in with myself and make sure that I'm good. And whether that's like at work or in a relationship and a friendship, that's fine. Yeah. But what I'm saying, what I think I'm getting at is like, we can be so present of mind 
with work and be like, this wasn't working for me, so I moved on. And we don't wallow in it or we don't have to act out to deal with it. Why with relationships do we even have to be talking about how you get over heartbreak? Because it's a a similar situation where this wasn't working out for you and now we need to part ways. So why can't we just part ways and all be good and keep moving on and like, Start up our new it's life. Like that Why do we have to? Aspect, I think, I mean, I think it's yeah. an emotional aspect, like Joey's saying. I also think it's people are dynamic. I feel like we don't think of, of jobs and positions as dynamic. People go on Indeed and whatever other website and go find a monster, a monster, monster, and go apply for another job and know that there's always another job out there. Like there's always a position that I can fill. Whereas with people, you is feel like, like I'll never find it, yes, this person is there again. Else out there for me. When will I find love? Will yeah. I find love by a certain age? Will I all you know? I wanted to have kids by thirty two. Will I have my child by thirty two? Mm-hmm. So I think there it's, it's more dying. Yes, more dying. Yeah, because Emotional like people concept. at the end of the day, Emotional like regardless work. of like how they are, like what their habits are, like people do not want to be alone. And whether they like surround themselves with like lovers or friends or whatever it may be people don't want to be alone. Right. Mm-hmm. So when a relationship ends, if you're a very, if you're a relationship prone person, or even if you're not, like it's hard to get over that until you replace it with somebody else because like that person's not there anymore. We right. Just come full circle. So yeah. I think the that, best that's way like a big to get over it. heartbreak <laughs> is to get under something else. This was right from <laughs> minute one. But wait, we want to get under something else that's better. Okay, so you want to upgrade yourself, right? right. We have an asterisk. Yes. Sometimes you get something under something else, else that's not great for a little bit, but then eventually, yeah. Okay. Is At this point, I want to shout out no. Pat because Pat <laughs> will say, if I if I leave my husband and I or I cheat on my husband, I get a new man. When I walk in a room, you gonna be like, Pat, I get it. Yes, she did I, say that. Sis, I get it. I understand. She did say You're that. not gonna have any questions why she left her husband, why she and her husband broke up, or whatever she the case may be. It's gonna be extremely obvious oh, yes. how she's upgraded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what you got. Always gotta be an upgrade. I think this is a good place to answer some listener letters. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let me get them up. Oh, okay. Here we go. Guys. Okay, so. Instead of letting dead silence, let me say what I say every time. Yeah, do the intro, sis. <laughs> I know. I just, I don't know. I've been drinking too much wine. We and I'm just a little bit slow. We just behind anyway, the scenes, guys. Behind the you scenes. Know. You might hear like wine pouring and stuff. That's because we've been drinking and that's why I'm a little slow. But anyway, if your friend is going through like a situation, an issue, something that you need like third party opinions on, like you need someone who is not invested in the game to tell you how they would handle it. You should send your letters to plentyopinions at gmail.com and we might read it on an episode and have our guests weigh in on how they would handle whatever that situation is in a very amateur, if you're me, expert, if you're Zuri, way. Um, With that said, Zuri, what are our letters this week? Okay, here it goes. I've been friends with the same core group of people since freshman year of college. Over the years, certain people have moved away, got married, had children, lost jobs, and loved ones, but we've always been there for each other no matter what. Recently, a new woman has managed her way into our group, and I'm not sure what to do about it. Real talk, I, quote, really don't like her. Oh, shit. (laughs) But for some reason, everyone else in the group thinks she's great. She's my friend's coworker. She came out to drinks one night and never went away. They've been extended. They've they've even extended an invitation to her to join our annual girls trip this summer. She's abrasive, talks over me, has this has to be the center of attention, makes everything way too dramatic, and flirts with all the men in the group despite their relationship status. Oh Every, shit! 
every time, <laughs> every time I try to talk about her to someone else, they tell me I've overreacted. Or that I should give her another chance because she's really, quote unquote, sweet. But I just don't think I have it in me. I don't want to let this woman ruin my relationship with my dearest, fr- dearest friends, but I'm not on board with pretending to like her either. What should I do? I'll take that. Ooh, oh, so, thank you. Joey, go ahead. Joey, dive in. I know a few people like this, so <laughs> give me a minute. Talk to the bitch. Talk to the bitch. Joey, I would say Welcome to the table. A few things. A few things. One. Don't listen to the friends that are like, she's sweet, whatever, la, la, la. Right. You're obviously much more intelligent than them. Or and you're you have obviously like, cueing into something else. You have some more depth that they're not getting. Right. So. Old Caribbean keep name. Keep Spirit don't take her. Right. Spirit don't take her. Spirit don't take her. Continue. I don't know about that, but. <laughs> that means you had a vibe on I'm on board with it. Yeah, so no, I mean, I know what it means. Like, I get it, but I'm on board with it. I think that she needs to like. Stay true to her ground on this. And like, you don't have to accept people in if you don't like them. Like nobody should be accepting anybody into their circle. Like as you get older, you realize that like you have less and less people that need to be around you. And you just really need like the real important people in your life that like add value to your life that are like your best people, whether that's friends, family, whatever it is. And those people should be around. Like you don't need to like constantly welcome in new people. That but what does she do about her friends who have welcomed it's in? All of her so clo- it's fine. her circle that's inviting this yeah. new person into the circle. So how does she navigate that? The way that she navigates that is that like she lets them do what they want to do because they're their own people. But she keeps like her distance and like what's comfortable for her. Okay. I mean, like, don't be, vibe with her. Yeah, don't be mean to her. But like be she, she doesn't have to be your BFF. Like yeah, right. she's not a bad person. She's not your person. That's, That's true. It. Don't exactly. worry. And the moment will come where you'll be like, and I told you bitches. Exactly. But I have a That'll question for her. I don't know if we can ask the listeners questions. She's going to come back with answers. She may emails back. Because sometimes. sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. Because I want to know, like, she's like, oh, this person flirts with this, the guys in the group, regardless of their relationship size. Where are their significant others? Do they, are they not privy to this? Are the significant others not in the they friend group? No. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe they don't peep that, like, she's mm-hmm. flirting with the, you know? Honestly, I would say pray for her because it Stay sounds blessed. like she <laughs> it sounds like she has a lot going on. Going on. If she that's... needs like all that attention and all of the flirting with everybody, like Right. Trust I... me, there's something not well with her. So the whoever wrote in, hello. Oh, she didn't give us a name. Nice to meet you. Yeah. But she stay your course. You're in a good place. This other one, pray for her. Pray That's for her. And then you'll be around to say, I told you so later on when shit blows up. You don't got to invite her to your house or brunch. But if you're at the same events together, just be cordial. But just you don't have cordial. to be like frenny frenny with her and tell her all your right. business and all your life. Like you can be in the same rooms, but you just move in separate circles in those rooms. And that's fine. Yeah. Oh, next one. Go ahead. All right. So this one is kind of based on like our topic today. Here we go. What's the person's name, Zuri? I was trying to keep them on. All right, let me find it. Um, Miley. You want to do Miley? Miley? Okay. Molly or Miley? Miley. Oh, Miley. Miley. Okay. Or Molly. I don't know. How's she I, acting? I, <laughs> I wanna, let's That's say, a good point. Is she a Molly or a Miley? She's a Molly right now. Okay, Molly. Okay. Molly says, <laughs> I was broken up with almost... I, I was broken up with almost a year ago, and I still feel so sad and heartbroken. Oh, Molly. Definitely not Molly, not a Miley, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm 28, but it was my first significant romantic relationship. It ended over a single, somewhat vague text, bad on his part. I'm sorry, what? Text. 
Is, are we in Sex in the City right now? Mm-hmm. Where people are breaking up with <laughs> guys? That was a post guys, guys there's oh, more. But, but, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was before Texted Generation. She came back. And she she had a Miley popped out and it said, "I was way too aggressive about trying to find some way to talk things over and stay friends, even after he made it clear he was done with me. Bad on my part." But we run into each other all the time and he completely ignores me, which kills me. But I really do wish him the best. And he's told me that he finds me exhausting and pathetic at this point. So oh, I try to asshole. Oh, wow. Fuck Hold him. On. Wait, continue. So, <laughs> so I try to avoid him as much as possible. I feel like I did everything right last year to try and get over it. I let myself grieve. I reached out to friends and made a couple of new ones along the way. I excelled professionally. I focused on creative pursuits. I find satisfying. I had a hot girl season or two. Yes, I traveled yes. on my own, but nothing really seems to be working. Poor thing. Here we go. I'm tired of all the breakup advice out there that says I just that I just don't love myself enough or reminding me not to want a relationship too much because it won't be perfect or it won't solve all, solve all my problems. But I really loved him and I just felt a little bit more confident and I feel a little bit less alone in the world when I was with this person. How do I actually move on? What am I doing wrong? What am I missing? I have this one, guys. Oh, okay. What? The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. But she had her hot girl season. She had her hot girl season. She had her hot girl season. Yeah. I think that she should look at like what she loved about that person and like those feelings that she had and identify them and try to recapture those things. So like, it's not even necessarily like she doesn't love herself enough. Actually, Molly, I feel like I really connected with you on this one because my last dramatic breakup was a shit show. There's no other way to say it. Like literally me and my ex broke up living. We lived together, had a, five minute conversation and some text messages and I had to move out of our apartment and I lived in a different state and I had Miami. to take the bar what? in two months. I had to take oh, the bar shit. in two months. Oh, I oh, know about shit. this. Okay. Oh yeah, girl. You Miami, I, thought I, I thought I was out of date. Well, <laughs> it was Miami. Miami. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Just how will you do all of that in the bar? Because I'd have been like, fuck you. She acted out. Ooh, no, 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 no. Oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> I got it together. The shout out to my friend group again who mm. texted me and called me every day and was like, this is you and your books is not. Like... Is that when you got your hair off? No. Oh, okay. I had like, I, I like, my hair I'd be like, yes, it's, it's got to go. Everything's <laughs> no. got to go. I think the hair I got was a residual it. effect of the, like the lasting vestiges of no, this No, because breakup. the first okay. time I had a, a Caesar was after Bingham. She has a flourishing crown now, the I know, but like, I think the second Caesar might have been like the lasting vestiges of like reclaiming yourself no, in this the, the second Caesar was, I went to the Dominicans and they did something crazy to my hair and my curl powder never recovered. Okay. So I had to just cut it off. Okay. And I will we'll agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ask them what they did. The keratin treatments are not all the same. But anyway, anyway. going back to her and her relationship. <laughs> you feel like you felt her. I did. I really felt her on that one. And I feel like even though like he treated her like shit and she still feels like, oh, you know, all of these like positive um, emotions about their relationship. I think that I was also in that same place. I did act out to Janae's point. I'm not going to say you're not true. Thank I acted so out much. as soon as I finished passing the bar. Like, and I was like, oh, I got 12 hours of my day back. Yeah. Also shout out to my friend group. Cause that was a lot, but a lot. I have PTSD. 
Continue. Everyone goes through <laughs> things differently. But my point is, like, when I became a sane person, I was really like, why am I holding on to these things? Right. I think that's the question. And so, that's like, the question for her, it's not like, oh, you don't love yourself enough because I always thought I was great. But it was like, why do I think that this person was, like, such a match for me? Why when I knew yeah. that if this... No one who, like, loved me and should be for me would treat me that way. Right. Mm-hmm. right? So, like, trying to figure out what those things were and, like put them on your next relationship list. Like, this needs to be my foundation. This needs to be a qualification. scouting list. I would just say, like, similar, Dana, I went through, like, the worst heartbreak of my life earlier this year. And that's a whole nother podcast we should do at some point. But um, I think that, like, eventually, I don't know, like, Molly, like, I hear your story and I, like, feel for you, like, completely and also connect with what she said. Um, it takes time. Like it takes a lot of time. It sounds like so generic and it sounds so basic to say, but it really does take time. And like, I know that like, you're probably like in this pattern where you're just like, oh my God, like, is it ever going to get better? Or like, is it ever going to get easier? And it sounds really crazy, but like one day you'll just like wake up and like, it'll feel a little bit better, like not totally better, but it'll feel a little bit better. And then like every day after that, hopefully it will feel a little bit and a little bit better. And then you'll go through your days where it doesn't, but then like, you'll go back up and like, you'll surround yourself with like, yeah. Yeah. And you'll surround yourself with like the people that you love and like the amazing like and I hope that you have an amazing support system and like like Dana keeps saying like shout out to my best friends who literally were like my life force and support during this and just like thank god for them um but it will get better and like it does change and like you'll find yourself in like a much better place and like you'll realize that nobody that will it deserves to be in your life is ever gonna make you feel that way or Yep. You deserve more. Yeah. I think Dan had a really good point thinking about like why it is that you're holding on to this so much because she says it's been a significant period of time and she's done all these other things. But I think she needs to figure out why it is that she's holding on to this relationship or the idea of this person and mm-hmm. what he was to her so much to kind of figure out how you can move past that. Once you realize like he was my my only chance to get married or we had talked about kids or mm-hmm. we said we were going to go to the Maldives together and now we not, you know. Ooh, figure- that's just I'm going there. Um, <laughs> figure, figure out, yeah, exactly. Figure out why it is that you're holding on to this one relationship so much, or what what was it to you, what it meant to you, to figure out like how you can move past that. If since you've done all these other things and you feel like you haven't gotten to move an inch yet, the only other thing I'll add is that like this grieving period that you're going through is part of the process True. of like right. shedding yourself of this old relationship and getting yourself ready for the new, better, greater thing. So don't like feel like, oh, why can't I get over it? Oh my God, I should be over it by now. Like that is actually part of the process of living and loving and learning Mm -hmm. that you have to go through these things to find out what is the thing for you. And I I feel like, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go, go. I was just going to say, I tell my little cousin this, all my little cousins this all the time because they feel like their relationships are like failures or like, when am I going to get a boyfriend or whatever? And it's like, Literally, all of your relationships are going to be failures until you find that person. So yeah, like, it's like all practice. Yeah, exactly. And so don't like, rush now. Wait, get your twenties before you start yeah. getting into relationships. Yeah. So I just feel like part of this is like what makes you a full-grown human woman. Totally. When you get yes. to being a few grown human women, you have to have some of these scars under your belt to under give you the life belt. under your chest <laughs> to give you the life experience to and give you so the gravitas to live in your own truth. 
And so like don't so much better feel for like, it. Too. So much better yeah. for so it. Much and better don't for feel it. like, like why am I still wallowing in this thing? I think like part of that is the beauty of the process. I think that's like the a journey. big part. Like, sorry, just to like touch on what you're saying yeah. and agree with it as well. Like, I think that's like a big part of it and we didn't like get to it today, but like, like the shame and heartbreak, like you shouldn't feel shame in the fact that you're yeah. still upset. So like Molly is like saying like, she thinks there's something wrong with her because yeah, it's been this long and she's still upset. Right. There is nothing wrong with that. Like you take as long as you need to take to be upset about this and fully fledge it and fill it out. And like, it will then pass when it's ready to, to be passed. So when you've you're gotten through it. processing the whole thing. And part Absolutely. of that is part of living a rich, full life. Without a doubt. Yeah. You don't get to 30, 30 plus without having these scars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Battle wounds, boo. Battle yeah. wounds. So it sucks when you're going through it, that, but there is a oh. better day ahead. Um, and yeah, and part of this will make that better day come faster. A Boom. new day is on the horizon. A new day is on the horizon. <laughs> so with that said, I think the more of the story today is... Take it away. There is no right way or wrong way. There's a wrong way. Har- There's a wrong way. Don't catch no charges. Sorry. Right. <laughs> the wrong way to go through heartbreak, we're all fully firm on, and that is like nothing criminal or antisocial. But there's no right way short of that. Totally to be antisocial for a little bit, though. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> there is no right way to go through heartbreak. And I think what we just like highlighted in answering that question is actually the moral of the story. And that like all of this is part of the battle wounds that you need to go through to be able to be a full, rich human person as you get to 30 plus. And so you shouldn't like be asking like, what's the right way or wrong way to deal with heartbreak, but just like however you're dealing with heartbreak is the right way for you. Did I get time. it? I yes. always ask this after I do the moral to see if everybody, I have a consensus. Yes. She got it. Okay, yes. great. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Dana, for coming Thank through you. today. We love Thank you guys. You guys. Thank and you we so always much. say this, but we're going to say it to you. You should come back soon. Um, that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you for listening. And if you like us, you know what to do. Sharing is caring. You can find us on all the places where podcasts live. So Apple, Spotify, Google, all the socials, all the dark and deep corners of the internet. Send us your letters at plentyopinions at gmail.com if you or a friend want or need more of our advice. And let's all meet here again in a couple weeks. Bye, y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Cheers. Plenty of opinions. (laughs)